you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to talk about NXT on the road to stand and deliver and our thoughts about all that new developments this week in a little bit. First up, we're going to talk about uh, a, a, a pretty big, a, a pretty interesting name who's been around from the early days of AEW. We're talking about Joey Janela. Mm-hmm. He had an interview recently with uh, Denise Salcedo, friend of the show here, mm-hmm. and uh, explained why he's changed his mind, and Larson, he's decided to not, not re-sign yes. with AEW. What did he have to say? So, uh, to start, at least this portion of it, says, uh, Joey said, quote, I said in a couple interviews with Sean Ross Sapp in September that all out weekend, I said yes. Recently, an interview with Barstool Sports, I said yes. My contract is up on May 1st, and I'm going, but now I'm going to say no. I'm not interested in signing with AEW, re-signing with them. I was a little scared getting back into the independent wrestling world and making money. You take those things for granted. You're getting a paycheck every two weeks, a pretty good pay- paycheck. In your head, you're like, shit, when this is over, this is going to disappear. But I was born a hustler in this business. I was scared to get back into that world, but now I am no longer scared. Back in the days before AEW, I was going out to wrestle for basically nothing. I was just doing it because I loved it. I would do three to four shows a week. I would rack up small paydays from the promoters plus my merchandise and I'd be satisfied and I'd be making a lot of money. But now my price has gone significantly up so I didn't know if the promoters were going to welcome me back with open arms. But recently I've realized that the promoters know the situation 
they realize that the situation is what the situation is going to be, and they've been, they've been hitting me up big time. They say we want you to come back here. We want you to wrestle some of the newer guys we have. We want you to wrestle some of the older guys. We want Joey Janela back. Uh, and he goes on about the process. Apparently, it's been going on backstage of in AEW when they are not going to renew your contract. It basically sounds like people stop talking. To you. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, he seems said. Like um, it. he said they've been doing this to people. They've been radio silent on the people they are letting the contracts expire. That's why you have talent relations to talk to your talent and tell them what the situation is. If they're going to have a paycheck coming in or if they're going to be signed to a per appearance deal, which some of the guys have agreed to, I would never agree on a per appearance deal anywhere. My per appearance deal is going to be when I am booking myself all over the world, I am booked in six different countries coming up per appearance on the independent scene. I want to be my own boss. That's how I got my name out there. I was my own boss. I had the most buzz outside of the elite. And that's why I had this opportunity at AEW. That's why I had this opportunity at All In. People say to me on the internet, the only reason why you worked at AEW is because you were friends with the Young Bucks. I met the Young Bucks twice before AEW. I was one of the most successful self-promoting wrestlers in the world at that point. I'm not sad about anything. I thank everyone there. I learned so much. I had ups and downs. COVID really killed me wrestling in front of no crowd. I really lost motivation. My back was shot out. The doctors tell me my back is shaped like an S because of all the wild stuff I've done in my career. That's something that is scary to hear, and that's why you're not moving the way you should at 31 years old because your spine is shaped like an S. But that's been fixed. I feel great. I'm back in shape. I just wish there was less radio silence on their end with me. I consider Tony Khan a friend. I hung out with him a lot in the beginning days of AEW. I just wish they would talk to me. I know it's going to come to an end. He says, I know it's come to an end. But I appreciate them. I appreciate the experience I had. And I'm going to take everything I learned there and bring it with me for the rest of my career. That's interesting that they apparently either they just go up and say, hey, we're not going to resign you and that's it. Or I don't know. I mean, he's kind of unclear on that point if they even give him notice that, you know, the, the they're not going to be resigned. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he seems to understand how this has gone down with a couple others who have uh, who have had their contracts expired. He sort of says yeah. that. Yeah, and he then, mentions Marco Stunt. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, his own experience. I mean, Mar- Marco Stunt bringing that name up, for example, and uh, you know, I, I'm off the top of my head, I can't remember other names. Yeah, here the, here's here's a bit from the the interview as well, where he mentions that the the kind of radio silence aspect of things um he says i've had a string of bad luck throughout my aw career and that may have led that may have been the straw that broke the camel's back i think he's talking about when he uh he, uh, he was he apparently super kicked that kicks it too hard oh and he fractured his orbital oh oh wow here. yeah uh and but i don't know because they don't communicate with me mm-hmm. they did the same thing to marco stunt they just stopped talking to him but I appreciate them. But if you have talent relations, I know Christopher Daniels would love nothing more than to tell me I'm no longer with the company, hmm. but it is what it is. I'm not sad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at anyone. I had a wonderful experience. Let me get this bit right here uh, about Eddie. So yeah, he says uh, he worked with Eddie in Charlotte. I super kicked him in the face a little bit too hard, came in a little bit too hot. Um, he talks about uh, squatting more. Didn't realize I had that type of power in my legs. Gave him a super kick, and I broke his orbital bone. Mm. Says he was going to feud with Chris Jericho, and I feel that may have been the straw that broke the camel's back. 
Yeah. It's been kind of, it's interesting because he was, I mean, back when AEW started, he was outside of the elite. He was one of the top names mm-hmm. that everybody would talk about. And then you sort of hear things, you know, I mean, look, dude, we're on the outside looking in, but you sort of hear things and you sort of observe things about, you know, he obviously maintained a relationship with GCW yeah. and there seemed to be an idea that he was kind of like a, 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 a a middleman between the two companies because people from GCW would come in through AEW sometimes. And then vice versa, yeah. Right. And, uh, and I mean, I don't know how much of that, you know, is true or not. Who knows how much work he was doing in behind the scenes at Dark and Elevation because you sort of hear that stuff too. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's true or what's not true. I'm sure maybe he talked about a little bit here in the interview. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. He was one of the bigger names. And it was always kind of curious when in the first year, two years or so, uh, how little he was actually used because at no. the beginning he was kind of used a bit, and then it just he just sort of became the dark uh, dark and elevation yeah. guy. So he, you know, he had a, a lights out match against Mox mm-hmm. at the first Fighter Fest. Okay, I want to say, and then he had a lights out match against Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, you know, those are two pretty high profile bouts. And then yeah, he wasn't on very much. He yeah. pop up every now and again. He had that tag team. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Sunny Kiss, that the 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 video packages they made for those were great. Yeah, those were really good. But yeah. they were on TV as a team pretty infrequently. They had a feud on Dark and Elevation. Yeah. And yeah, it just he he didn't get a whole lot of TV time. It's uh, it is sort of you know we because we've talked about this a little bit and and it's sort of within the context of Cody as well. When AEW started, it was a group of people. It was like the top names of the independent scene. And then as the years go by and they sign people, Matt Hardy, Brody Lee, they sign uh, Malachi Black, Andrade. They sign a ton of names. And these are names that have had a household presence in the world of pro wrestling because of their time with WWE increasing their own personal brand, I guess, stature, whatever. Mm -hmm. And... There ain't room for everybody. And it's like, that's kind of the Brian Cage effect as well. This dude has not been seen anywhere. Mm-mm. And we hear that, you know, he had his contract uh, uh, renewed for that last uh, year option. Still haven't seen him anywhere. Um, and he was like a big name who came in early on. But as big of a name as you are on the independent ranks, you ain't going to be bigger than a guy who's on cable TV every single week, regardless of how they're used. Yeah. Um. So it's just interesting to see. And then the biggest, you know, the biggest one is Cody, literally one of the founders. Now we're all waiting for him to show up on WWE. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it becomes a situation where, well, Cody wants to do his thing, but it's Khan's company. And, and I mean, if even an EVP can't get TV time in the way that he wants it, and he's and he walks, and, you know, what chance is there for, for guys who, yeah, might have been there from the beginning? But uh, but unfortunately, you know, there's only so much room on on TV mm-hmm. for people. So uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, it, the one thing about Janelle is that that dude is absolutely a hustler. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and he, you know, if in independent wrestling, it seems to be, man, you need to be, you need to be a networker. You need to be a graphic designer a video editor, or if you yeah. can't do those things, know people who are willing to do it for you. Yeah. Because yep. if you're just out there putting on killer matches, man, a lot of people are putting on killer yep. matches. Yep. So Joey Janela is one of those guys that I think a lot of people should look at and say, Hey man, look at, look at what he does 
how can I sort of follow that template when, you know, looking at what he did on the independent yeah. circuit? So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he parlayed his work in the independence to, you know, what, a three year uh, stint with AEW and even just being with the company, I'm sure elevated his status. And based on what he said here, elevated his his asking price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, since he was on cable television. Mm -hmm. um, and if he can go out there and and make just as much, if not more money for himself mm -hmm. and be his own boss. More power to him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is a bummer to hear about the whole radio silencing. That's yes, just not, that is it's a not a way to treat people. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Get your own Johnny Ace in there, you know, but just with better people skills. <laughs> yeah. And, and no garbage bags. <laughs> yeah. No garbage bags, please. None of that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Stand and Deliver is coming up on, uh, like, Saturday WrestleMania morning. <laughs> or for, yeah. uh, for us. What is 12, it, like, noon for us? Well, it's tw no, it's 12 Central, so it'll be, it'll oh, be uh, 10, 10, 10 in the morning for us. Okay, so, yeah, morning time's like a Saudi show these days. Um, and uh, a couple of matches sort of came into place for last night's NXT. A lot more commingling of, uh, of main <laughs> roster stuff, man. Yeah, it felt like it was, like... One the one third of the show involved main roster talents. It did. You had Miz. You had Ray and Dom. Of course, Dolph is the champ. Yeah. He brings Bob Roode with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on there, um, and it's it's you know I want to do this thing every week where I talk about my general thoughts on NXT 2.0, but it's like the stuff that I'm not really all invested in that they're bringing in. Although, look, here's the thing: the idea is. 
if you bring if you bring Rey Mysterio by, can we get a match with Santos? I know. Can we do that? But now he's got to be stuck with like Miz and, and Logan Paul. But maybe, hey, maybe, maybe on next week's episode of NXT, we'll get some more. We'll you get know Ray what? and Santos. You know, they're 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 doing stand deliver at the the basketball arena mm-hmm. in Dallas. Yeah. You know, maybe if ticket sales aren't to their pleasing. Mm-hmm. You know, if if Ray and Dom are wrestling night two of Mania against Miz and Logan Paul, I haven't looked at the schedule. Mm-hmm. Why not just have you know Ray versus Santos on the card at stand deliver? Yeah. People will buy a ticket to see it. Yeah. They'll buy a ticket to see Ray Mysterio wrestle live. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it's entirely possible. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it, 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 I also wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It seems just as likely you might get Dom versus Santos. Yeah, I know. I know, which is a bummer because, you know, man, I, I, I think Dom I think Dom can be can be big. I think he can. I just think this dude needs to spend a lot more time in NXT mm-hmm. um, because it's it's funny. Like, it's obvious that he's training, you know, he, that he's trained extensively with his dad, clearly. Yeah. But, like, he is so tall and lanky. It just sort of doesn't translate. I mean, he's he's a good he's a good wrestler. He's not it's not like it's, you know, some he's not like super green or anything, but no. he's just not a compelling wrestler, though. I mean, his dad was like next level. His dad was like, yeah, I know. You want you turn on uh whatever it was Halloween Havoc ninety six or seven or whatever oh. it was. So, sorry, Specter J says isn't Santos in the ladder match? That's correct. Santos is in the ladder match. That's right, he is. That's, That's what kind of an important yeah. detail. Um, but uh, I mean, hell, I don't know, man. Maybe to drum up interest next week. On is there a next week for NXT? There is a next week, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's like two weeks it away. We'll do it on TV. Yeah, yeah, that could be. I mean, they want to get those ratings up. We'll probably get those in about a half hour. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, dude, yeah, he's yeah, he does. Burr winning here is so dominant. He just needs his own move set, you know. I know, and I know he, he needs, mixes a little bit of the Eddie in there, but he needs his own identity as a wrestler. He does, yeah, he does. And and I think if he could find that, he needs his own identity, not just in terms of how he wrestles, but in terms of who and what his character is. Because mm, yeah. right now his character is Ray's son. He's a, he's a poster boy for uh, excursion. He needs he needs an yeah. excursion, and NXT yeah. is like their excursion. He needs to find himself as a performer. Yeah, yeah. He needs to join Imperium. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> Spider Man <laughs> meme, dude. You know that's sacred, Daddy. Um, comes back with like a weird, partially German accent, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it was it was a weird episode of NXT. I don't know. I took kind of minimal notes. <laughs> Especially for the matches, because not like the matches weren't bad. It needed a dose of blue edge, man. That's what it needed. No, it didn't need. I mean, we, we more or less got Tommaso Champ a, a goodbye promo. He's going to have a match against Tony D'Angelo okay, at but, Stand Deliver, and then he's gone. Do you? Okay, okay. Do you believe that though? Do okay. Let me ask you this: Do you believe that he knows he's gone? Well, what is what? I mean, he basically said no. <laughs> he, said he doesn't no know what's what? happening. He doesn't. He doesn't know it's hard. He didn't know for sure what's happening. Like, but it's, it's like it's like Baker Mayfield just issued a, a statement, pretty much saying goodbye to the city of Cleveland. If if the Browns decide to move on from, even though I, you know, like there's no indication apparently that's a certainty. He said, at least publicly, he basically said goodbye when he lost the title to Braun Breaker. Yeah, and then it brought him right back. They had him dye his beard, and I'm I'm hoping this is the thing. I mean, talk about radio silence. It's like, can't these people find out before they go on cable TV and cut a promo like this? I hope he does. I hope they've told him. I said, hey, listen, I hope they've said, 
after Mania, you and Braun Breaker coming up. And then Dolph is just going to hold the title until they put it on, I don't know, I fuck, Grayson Waller probably. It's probably going to be Waller would be the next NXT champion. That makes you know that makes a lot of sense. It does make sense, but the problem is is that Dolph and Waller are too much alike. Name one other person that it would be though. I mean, it should be Walter, but they ain't doing shit with Walter. Name another person that it possibly could be. I'm sorry, I should have put it that way. <laughs> I mean, look, because I know what you're going to say now, Carmelo Hayes, but it's not going to be him. No, I know. I mean, the only face they have really left if it's not Braun is L.A. Knight, and he just lost. Yeah, L.A. Knight's such a weird situation. The crowd loves him. Yeah. The crowd loves him, but I feel like if he goes to main roster, it's going to be like, what? who is this guy? Well, cause I, in NXT, it feels like he's given an opportunity to be himself. Like, I don't feel like they're scripted as promos for him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'd do great. I Look, I think he'd do great on the on the, on the the mic and on main roster. It's yeah. just like he's oddly taken, like the, the crowd has oddly taken him. It's just he doesn't really fit what they want to do, so I don't know. No, but he is he can be wildly entertaining. So oh, I, I love I, I like LA Knight quite a bit. Yeah, yeah I like him yeah. quite a bit. He is a hell of a talker. He really yeah, is. He is. He is. Um, you put him on Rain Roster, I don't know that he doesn't have like a weird goofy gimmick of some sort. Oh yeah, I know. Like he's a guy that might show up and they just change all of a sudden. I don't know. He 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 yeah, he shows up as some sort of futuristic knight uh get up because he got knight, his last name. Yeah. So suit of armor, but yeah. also L.A. City of the future. City of the future is that what they call it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what else is L.A. known for? Hollywood movies, Hollywood, stuff. yeah, yeah. Film director, I don't know. Stuntman, no. Stuntman. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, man. NXT, it's so it's so weird to talk about NXT. I'm still so baffled by it all. <laughs> It's I mean, been of, like so much six, of it is just it's been six months and I'm so still much of confused it is just throwing, by NXT. Throwing crap at the wall, man. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it it is. I mean, the, look, everybody seems to be having fun there, and that kind of matters. Um, but uh but yeah, it is all, all it it is all really weird. We had the uh, the debut of uh uh A Kid from uh, uh NXT UK. He uh he beat <sighs> Kushida. What are they doing with Kushida, man? Oh, that's that's gone. That's done. He's 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 there to put people over with really good matches. That's it. That's it. You know. He's like thirty eight years old, man. It's kind of your role when you're thirty eight years old. It's kind of what you do. L.A. Knight's older than Kushida is, and he's in more prominent spot. Again, I, NXT confuses me. Tommaso Ciampa is what thirty <laughs> five. Don't harass me, man. I don't know. Well, if you're gonna make a point, I want some evidence to back it up. Oh, the, I mean, you know, the evidence is NXT. Like you said, they just throw a bunch of shit at the walls. But I think they firmly understand that Kushida's 38, so they're just going to have him job to people. In really Man. good matches, though. In really good matches. I, I, I hope he's getting paid a ton of money. He's Mr. Level Up. Yeah. You want you want to see Kushida? Well, he doesn't even win there, I don't think. Does level he win up? on no, Level didn't Up? No, didn't he, lost, didn't he just lose to somebody on Level Up? I think so. Sounds right. Oh, Mayor Planet Houston has a great idea. Give LA Knight a Daft Punk helmet. Brilliant. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. He already has the robotic voice to kick off his song. How old is LA Knight? Like 39, something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I could see Vince like, you know, it'd be weird. You know how they they had Champa like dye his beard? Yeah. And then it looked like he might have had like a, a veneers for a week or something. They're going to give like what? LA Knight like a wig or something. <laughs> I don't think you can have temporary veneers though. <laughs> I don't even know how those work. How do those work? I, that, well, I, fake I, teeth? Do yeah, they take but out they, all your teeth first? No, they don't take them out. Sometimes they shave them down a little bit, mm. is my understanding. 
so they can fit the veneers on. It's like marathon, man. Why would anybody ever do that? I mean, like, well, I mean, I'm sure, the, I'm really sure nice. they, I'm sure they numb you up. <laughs> temporary veneers. It didn't temporary seem veneers. like you had that for like a week. I'm sure you can get. I'm sure they have those now. They just they look like veneers, but you just put them on over your teeth. Anyway, those are yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, as normal with our NXT recaps, we're all over the map, much like NXT is all over the map. Yeah. Uh, we do have, of course, you mentioned Champa a second ago uh, in his one-week veneers. Uh, he's got a match at uh, Stand and Deliver with uh, Tony D'Angelo. Is yeah. Champa? Here, this is this is the stupidest thing. So, like, Champa, they might let Champa go out on top. Like, mm-hmm. generally speaking, if the dude's leaving, you give the rub to the other guy. Yeah, totally. Wouldn't it suck if they're like, hey, Champa, we're pretty sure you're going to be out of here. He gives the rub to Tony D'Angelo. And he's stuck. <laughs> I know. And then he stays there. It's like you just lost to the gimmick guy. Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy who was yeah. talking about being in a restaurant. Um, in a restaurant. Uh, what did you think of this uh, Saray stuff? So while she's Clark Kent, she's a shitty, she's a shitty wrestler. I mean, in terms of the story of her character, I guess it makes sense. It I makes total just, sense. I just don't feel like Saray should be losing matches a whole lot. Uh, yeah, I know, but here's the thing. She'll get her amulet back, and then she's unbeatable. Yeah, no, I know. I said in terms of the story that they're trying to tell, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it, to be honest with you. But, it's st- Look, it's stupid as shit, but it's NXT, so you got to take what you can get. It's, it, like, there's not a whole lot I get really emotionally invested in when it comes to NXT. <laughs> there is no, there is hardly any Carmelo Hayes this week. Nope. He was on, he was on commentary, commentary for, for a bit. Match. Yeah, there's no no Grayson Waller. Oh, thank God. I honestly can't stand him. Oh, really? I don't miss him at all. I don't, it's like the Miz. I can appreciate good work. I have no desire to see him on my TV. He's just not the kind of character that I can. You know, I like the Aleister Blacks. I like the dudes with like they're all super tatted up and, and brooding. That's my kind of wrestler there. But uh, this Grayson Waller stuff, it's like everything. It's like literally every trope about pro wrestling I can't stand. Oh, wow. Yeah. When he did that thing, I know it was impressive and it was impressive. When he came off like the top turnbuckle through the table last week and he did the like double under the legs oh, yeah. basketball thing. I fucking hate that. Really? I can't stand it. It's the stupidest, ugliest, most obnoxious thing. That's interesting. I can't stand it. No, he's no, kind no, of no like, idea. like, you know, AEW is like, hey, what is Steve like? We're going to turn AEW into what Steve oh, likes. Oh, NXT is everything that you don't really No, care no, no, for. just Grayson Waller. Grayson oh. Waller's like, hey, let's think of everything Steve doesn't like in a wrestler, and let's do that. But with, wow. like, fairly competent wrestling skills. He's a decent wrestler. Yeah, he's a like, de- I not, like that stunner. The stunner's cool. It's great. Yeah, it's not terribly practical, but it looks cool. Um, I'm not like a huge Waller fan, but he was one. Of, he he is one of the guys that from his debut on the first episode ever till he started getting his kind of push, you saw a lot of growth. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that. Like Carmelo Hayes showed up, and he was pretty much you know ready for the main event right away. Yeah, but the here's the thing about Carmelo Hayes is like very on the down low. He's shown a lot of growth. Because, yeah. like, remember, obviously, we both know in, in 1.0, he was very much like indie wrestler guy, right? Yeah. He was just, hey, here's a guy. He's good wrestler, which was, as you said, and I think correctly, one of the main problems of NXT 1.0. Um, and then when Trick was introduced with him, and every week, like, Trick's already a really good promo, but every yeah. week, Carmelo's getting more and more comfortable 
on the yeah, mic, and you see yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. more character development there. But I, I don't disagree with you on Grayson Waller. I think that there's like I can I can objectively say, hey, look, I think this guy is going to be main roster ready sooner than later. He's going to be good for TV. That being said, you don't want to see him on main roster NXT full stop. Correct. Yeah, heat. Heat. And it's not heat. It's just. It's just. Yeah. I don't. I. You know. I'm just going to walk away when I see it. You'll probably like, get a you know, completely new character and goes to the main roster anyways. Oh, I don't think. I. I think that. I think the bridge is a staff. I think there's a couple of people that might get new characters, but I think at this point, I think he's one of the guys that they're like, you know, uh, uh, uh getting ready for main roster sort of as he's in NXT. I could see because he's what. What are they going to do with him? He's already got every main roster trope there is. Yeah, like, virtually. He's not really. I don't know what they can do with them, but maybe you're right. I don't know. Uh, show kicked off with uh, two uh, 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 NXT cornerstones. We had Miz and Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> um, well put. So it was Miz TV, Dolph and Bob Roode come out. Uh, Dolph says, being NXT champ just feels right. He welcomes Miz to his must-see show, must show NXT. And that's when he says, we are NXT. Miz says, uh, Braun Breaker is not going to be here and break things. And he throws to a video of Braun av- arriving at the Performance Center earlier in the day. He's running everywhere looking for Dolph. Uh, eventually, he's more or less escorted out, and he speeds off in his car. So the rude pipes in, says, uh, Braun's a sore loser. Uh, what uh, what can he complain about? Braun asked for a triple threat. He got it. There's no rules for in a triple threat match. And I, Bob Rude, follow the rules. Hey, pause really quick. Yeah. Is the d- does that challenger just belong to the performance center? It seems like it. And they give it to Top Face or it whoever. Like big well, Carry and Cross had it. He was he was healed. Okay, top, Damian, top badass. Top badass. Yeah, because Damian Priest had it before that. Yeah, right. Sort of like they're they're major badass in the moment. Yeah, we need that's, a badass. That's, that's Ch- badass nothing card. says that more than 2018 challenger. I know, I know. So then Dolph says Braun was smart to leave. He says, I'm your NXT champion. I'm a fighting champion. I love wrestling. I don't do this for the pats on the back or for the money. And he and Miz start bragging about all the money they have. Then he's interrupted by LA Knight. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he comes to the ring and says the last time he ran to Dolph on Raw, he, I, he told him, hey, any given Tuesday, come. Show up on NXT and look at you. You're NXT champion now. But if Braun can't be here to challenge for the title, uh, I don't think I want to wait anymore. It's going to be L.A. Knight versus Dolph tonight. And Dolph says, yeah, I'm a fighting champion, but I only fight superstars. Maybe next time, kid. Thanks for coming. And Miz is like, oh, Dolph does have a point. You know, L.A. Knight, you're going to be a major player someday. You're just not there yet. So I'll wait until your early 50s for that one. Yeah, I guess so. L.A. Knight takes his his jacket off. Says, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm not a superstar. I'm a megastar. And he could take the title off Dolph any day. It's my show, which means you have something that belongs to me. And Dolph says, I only wrestle guys in the main event. And uh, the day you figure out how to do that, come find me. And then Miz just makes the match. Well, you're a special guest on NXT. You're from main roster. You were given. There's no general manager. So I think it's just sort of like Miz well, is the, the celebrity host. Like the back on Raw. Remember, they used to have the I know, celebrity but, guest hosts used to have. But literally account. what Dolph said right before is LA Knight, you're not deserving of a title shot. Yeah, that's more or less what Dolph said, because he's because he said, L.A. Knight, you're not a main eventer. You don't deserve a title shot. When do you get there? We can have this match. And then Miz just makes. It. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's, the Dolph's perspective, he's not. But Miz clearly sees him in that light. He's like, you know, you are a man. Wow, he's like, you are a megastar. And I want you. To, I want to say, I want to be here for a title match. Even though tonight. Miz just said a little bit that he's he's not a megastar. He's not there yet. Um, he's gonna. Well, he's gonna. He's future proofing. He says he's not a. He's gonna be a major player. He wants to be ahead of the curve. He wants to be on the ground floor for uh, WrestleCoin or whatever crypto you may be into. There's there's a lot of plot holes in this particular episode. Of oh no, it makes total sense. Absolute sense. Uh, then we got a Cora Jade interview. Uh, she says toxic attraction is going to have hell to pay for injuring Raquel. Raquel's out four to six weeks. Uh, but she says, I feel like toxic attraction will be looking for me because I have these. And she has all their belts. There's so much rampant crime in NXT. There's theft. There's identity theft. There's credit card theft. My good. Every week. It's another it's another crime. Uh, after that, we had Cameron Grimes versus Santos Escobar. Uh, this is a fun enough match. There was that spot where Cameron Grimes comes off the, uh, does that uh, flipping senton thing off the uh, the apron onto Santos. He launches over his dudes. Uh, but in the end, tries to go to the moon via cave-in, but Santos catches him with a phantom driver yeah, that was for cool the finish. win. He's going to be moving on to that ladder match. Cameron Grimes later on has an interview where he's like, man, I suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got an Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray promo. Uh, they pretty much say they got into this uh, dusty classic tournament to destroy toxic attraction. Toxic sure, attraction. Wendy Chu, Dakota Kai are going to be tough, comp- uh, tough to beat, but this tournament is theirs to win. Mm-hmm. And then we go backstage, and there's Wendy and Dakota, and Dakota Kai is 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 is, is, is confident they'll be able to win next week. Yeah, she doesn't think they can do it. Ooh. Wendy says we can't, and Dakota Kai says, "Oh yeah, I remember I did it last year." Toxic attraction walks in. Asked if they seen Cora Jade. They're gonna find her, take her out, just like they did with Raquel. And uh, Dakota Kai says, "Hey, you didn't have to injure Raquel last week. We didn't need your help to win." And JC Jane just says, "A thank you would have been fine." Hmm. And when he says, "Don't talk to my partner that way. We didn't need your help." Yeah. And then Mendy says, "Well, you got to win next week." They're gonna go find Cora Jade. Yeah, they gotta find their their shit. Uh, after that, we had Kushida versus a kid. A lot of fun wrestling in this match. Mm-hmm. A kid wins with a springboard flipping DDT. Yeah, that was cool. I remember him doing yeah. that in, in UK. Oh man, he's great. He's awesome. He is great. Yeah. He is great. I wonder what is when is he going to debut Matador gimmick? Matador. I don't know. Uh, after that, we had a Santos Escobar interview. He talks about how he's the greatest luchador of all time, the greatest luchador this company has ever seen. He says it's my time, and it's stand and deliver. I'm going to be the new North American champion, Gabion. And then he's interrupted by Ray and Gunther. And uh, Sanchez is like, whoa. He starts fanboying. He's like, he's like oh, whoa, it's Ray Mysterio. Hola, que tal? And, uh, and then Wild and Raul, they're marking out too. And then uh, Dom says, what are you talking about? Sorry, Gunther says, what are you talking about as the greatest luchador of all time? He's like, he's standing right here, pointing to his dad. And then uh, uh, Lopez, Lecture Lopez, says that uh, he's like, Santos is going to break all his records. And then Ray says, Dom, he's the man who's going to take Lucha to the next generation. And it's crazy that he did that with a straight face. And uh, Dom says, I didn't come to NXT to talk. And he says he challenges either Raul or Wild to a match. And Raul steps up and says, uh, he says, you know, I'm your Huckleberry essay. Mm-hmm. And then Santos says, uh, you've made the huge mistake. Yeah. And then we had Tiffany Stratton versus Saray. So Tiffany Stratton attacks Saray 
rips off her necklace before she goes through the the curtain and can transform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the uh, commentary is very clear to make that point. Yeah. And then uh, so during the match, which was very short, uh, Saray has an opportunity to hit her drop kick against the ropes. Stratton avoids that, so Saray tumbles to the floor. She gets back in the ring. Stratton hits her with like a handspring elbow and a corkscrew Vader bomb to get the win. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, I, I like I like it's like it makes uh, Saray uh, get a bit creative with like how do I be a shittier wrestler? How do I portray shittier wrestler? I kind of that's kind of a cool. It's a cool concept. It's wrestling. It's got elements of comic book shit in it. So or anime, manga, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't find myself turned off by that. I'm not like, oh, this is shitty. I'm going to turn the channel. It's kind of cool. I like it. It's cheesy, but I like it. Uh, then we got L.A. Knight. Uh, he's in the locker room. Walter steps up to him. And he pretty much says, hey, hey, L.A. Knight, you talk too much. Yeah, I don't uh, respect I do, that. I don't respect that. L.A. Knight says, yeah, the only thing yeah. Walter needs to respect is allowing him to be an uh, NXT champion. And if you're asking to be... My first challenger, I don't have a problem with that. Well, Gunther says, I don't see you as Hold champion. Hold on, who? Gunther! Walter. I respect the ring general. Gunther says he doesn't Walter. see LA Knight as champion. The only thing I see is an embarrassment to this great sport. And Knight says, yeah, Gunther, you've got no charisma. Oh, I know you're looking around for it. You got to find it. This is sports entertainment. You've got the first half. I'm both. Yeah. Uh, then JC Jane's backstage. She discovers her her tag title suspended in like inside some like storage area. She goes, gets it. Cora Jade springs a trap, locks her inside. And then we yeah, got a, man. She was in that cage. She was in a cage of emotion there. Yeah. And then we got Tommaso Ciampa's maybe goodbye promo. It was mm-hmm. all about gratitude and saying mm-hmm. thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of yeah, goes, this is fucking long. Don't NXT. read this whole thing. <laughs> I'm not going to. Pretty much, it's like I don't know what's next. I don't. I don't know what the the perfect ending for this chapter is of my life. Mm-hmm. He details basically his entire career, mm-hmm. and he just comes around to saying, I don't, "I don't know if I have another opportunity to say thank you, so I'm going to say it now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Tony D'Angelo shows up. He gets there with a crowbar. And uh, he tosses it to the mat. He grabs a mic. He says, "Hey, yo, I could have hit you with the crowbar by be behind you." He says, but I respect you to face. I respect you enough to face you man to man. He says, I've been thinking for a couple weeks. Who do I have to beat to put myself in the record books? Who do I have to beat to be the man? And now I'm standing in front of that guy. He says, you've been the face of NXT for a while now. And it would be an honor if he would throw hands with him at stand and deliver. Tony extends his hand and Champ is like, okay, cool. I'll shake it. And then Tony knees him in the balls. And he tells him at stand and deliver. I'm going to become the new Don of NXT. D-O-N, not D-A-W-N. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Persia Parada versus Indy Hartwell. I like that they came out to their like joint uh, entrance mm-hmm. song, Tron, all that. And mm-hmm. So Indy comes out first, and she's announced first, and she's and then the ring announcer says, and her opponent, mm-hmm. uh, Persia Parada. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. actually kind of fun. This was pretty cool stuff. I, I like I like this stuff. It's so silly and, and dumb. But, uh, but anyways, uh, uh, so yeah, they have their match. Duke comes to ringside. He sort of distracts uh, Indy. Uh, Persia gets her up for her finish, but then Dexter emerges from under the ring. That distracts Persia, and Indy's able to roll her up for the win. And then after the match, Indy leaps into Loomis's arms because they both the dudes both get in the rings, in the ring, 
and then uh, and Indy leaps into Loomis's arms. Uh, Duke gets in there. Indy and Loomis, uh, uh, they all start kissing, and then the other couple start kissing, and then Indy rips Loomis's shirt and then shoves him to the ground, and they start effing, and then Duke and Persia start effing. It was, like, really explicit. I thought I didn't realize this was a TVMA show, but there was, like, you know, there was a lot of full penetration here on uh, on display, Larson. It was nuts. I can't believe you guys aren't watching NXT. They More. got away with they got away with quite a bit for basic cable. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, is this silk stockings? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good goodness gracious. Uh, so after that, uh, Gigi Dolan, she's walking through the uh, the parking lot and she sees her tag title on a dumpster. So uh, Cora had opened up the the lid of the dumpster and like propped it up mm-hmm. and rested Gigi's tag title mm-hmm. uh, kind of like on the, on the edge of that. Mm-hmm. So Gigi has to get in the dumpster to get her belt. And then a forklift comes in and pushes those doors shut and, and lowers the forklift to trap Gigi inside. And then Cora gets on the dumpster and just talks about your trash. Mm-hmm. So I heard you were looking for me. Well, here mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, it's a very MacGyver type situation here for Cora Jade uh, or MacGruber, I guess. Uh, after that, we had Raul Mendoza versus Dominic Mysterio. Uh, so a couple of friendos here noted earlier uh, the, the term essay, it means pal or comrade. Hey, essay, what's going on? But in Raul's case, much like Eddie Guerrero's case with Dom, he was using it in a mockingly friendly term. You know, like, hey, I'm a threat to you. But hey, it's like not unlike maybe perhaps Anton Chigurh saying friendo. Well, you, if somebody yes. says friendo to you, it's like, oh, this person's cool. But then you get shot in the head with that whatever that fucking that pressure gauge thing, thing yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, this match happens, and uh, Dom ends up, uh, yeah, winning this with a frog splash after a six-one. Yeah, it, it was really overbooked. We had, we had a, a, a Fallon Henley come out there mm-hmm. to to get in Electra Lopez's face, and then Briggs and Jensen came out there too. Mm-hmm. Just a huge overbooked thing and then santos turns around ray punches him so raul is just distracted by all this mm-hmm. all yeah. this yeah and so yeah dom uh, sends him to the ropes 619 frog splash dom wins mm-hmm. yeah uh after that cora walks up to mandy's new car in the parking lot while holding the women's title and uh, a can of spray paint she gets in the car uh happenstance dictates there's a cameraman already in there yeah uh mandy emerges from the back seat they brawl in the parking lot mandy hits cora with the knee Says, I'm going to fight you for the title. And then uh, she spray paints her on the back. And then Gigi and JC walk up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With their belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the titles. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, then the, the Creed brothers storm the ring. 
And they say last week we were blindsided before we could win the tag titles until we figure out who did it. Bodies are going to fly. And if it was you, come to this ring right now. So MSK comes out wearing NWO shirts. Hey, yo. says, hey, yo. Uh, and they say, well, we weren't the ones that attacked you. We even made a point to stand up for you guys. But it was you who cost us the tag titles, even though we said you would be first in line for a title shot when we won them. But instead of that happening, you crashed the party. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bivin says, no, you cut in line. The Creeds beat you to win the Dusty Classic. So there's going to be no more line cutting until the Creeds get the shot. And then Perium, they show up on the perch. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ha, this is hilarious that you're arguing about something that you'll never have. Bivens tells them to come down and give the Creeds their shot. Uh, MSK say they deserve an opportunity. I don't know why. Just as much as Creed's, again, I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And tells Imperium to uh, that at least they're facing the Creed's face to face. And Imperium says, "Yeah, we'll put the uh, tag titles up in triple threat match to stand deliver." Mm-hmm. After that, we had a Cameron Grimes interview. He says, "Man, I thought I was going to the moon, but I'm just a piece of shit." He says, "All I do is disappoint." He says, "I'm going to be on the couch watching stand and deliver. I don't want to be North American champion." The very last thing I told my dad is that I'm going to be a champion in NXT, and three years later, I'm still a sack of shit. Again, I was like, wow, they're using curse words now. That's interesting. Again, they're pushing limits where they can do on basic cable. Pretty much, yeah. Also, he was completely naked. It was a full body shot. Crazy. It's like an episode of the Righteous Gemstones. It's <laughs> yeah, no, Limp yeah. dick everywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty shocking, Larson. Pretty shocking. It is pretty shocking. Yeah, considering Rights of Gemstones on HBO, <laughs> 2.0 on, on the USA. You don't think yeah. you, they could do that, yeah. especially in prime time. It's, 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 you know, fucking, it's the times, man. It's 2022. I guess so. I guess so. So we got Grizzly Young Veterans, and we got uh, Idris Anofe and Malik Blade. They're arguing backstage, and uh, Bivens is standing uh, 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 between them. And uh, he's trying to find out who attacked the Creed. So Malik Blade's like, yeah, we might attack some people last week. Oh, yeah, it was the waiters up in the Toxic Lounge because they were getting too close to Mandy. And uh, and then uh, Zach Gibson says, hey, we're stand-up guys. The Creed's barge in. Like, oh, we remember our attackers having accents. It must be you. You must have been it. And, yeah. and Grizzly Young Veterans, they're pleading their innocence. And, and uh, Bivens ends up challenging grizzling veterans to a match against the creeds next week mm-hmm. yeah like are they so ignorant that they just don't understand like there's a variety of accents <laughs> so like there is some like um i mean you can go to you can go to the uk and you can like within a 30 mile radius there's like five different dialects there mm-hmm. so you can't just say oh they had an accent well what was the act what was what kind of accent was it Anyways, also in that segment, everybody naked, full body shots. Uh, and then we had our main event, Naked LA Knight versus Naked Dolph Ziggler. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is fun stuff. Uh, mid-match, we had Braun Breaker showing yeah. up at the, at the Performance Center. Uh, how this thing? So, yeah, Rude, Rude kept on interfering with this match. He, like, put Dolph's leg up on the rope at one point. <clears throat> uh, Knight runs him off as Rude gets on an apron, hits Dolph with a burning hammer. Dolph gets his foot on the bottom rope. That might have been when Rude helped him. I forget. Uh, Knight looked for a BFT. Dolph blocks, looking for a zigzag. Knight evades that. Dolph hits a super kick to get the win. Yeah. And then uh, Braun Breaker hits the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Tells Dolph, I want the title rematch to stand and deliver with well, my he freaks. Said- <laughs> 
He said, I can't wait for my title rematch. I want to stand deliver. I'm like, dude, that's three weeks away. That's right. I know. I thought he was going to challenge him in the moment. I know. I want my title shot now. Yeah. We're about to go off the air. We'll do an overrun. Do a second like, well, overrun. Sorry, Braun. That's the very definition of waiting. Yeah. It's not having it immediately. Yeah. I don't want to wait more than three weeks. Maybe that's what he meant. Anyways, Rude steps up to him. Braun decks him. Dolph accepts Braun's challenge. This whole thing would have been cooler if they let glorious Bob Rude be the NXT champion instead of Dolph. I know. That would have been cool. It would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's your world order. Yeah, Braun was naked too. The entire thing was all, everybody was pantsless. They're all wearing shirts. It was like that time Keith was wearing, wearing a shirt and just the, like the mushroom tip was down. Yeah, yeah, it was just there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little weird. Everybody's like, hey, that shirt's not as long as you think it is. <laughs> That's like the overarching story in NXT now. That shirt's, that shirt's not as long as you think it is. Honestly, it's a story that I think is long overdue. Because there's so many, like Randy Orton is a dude. He used to do this all the time. He'd Punk have used the, to do it too. Punk used to do it too. You'd have the merch shirt, but they wore trunks. And so it just looked like they were going out there, you know, no pants pa- pantsless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rich says, forgot to ask yesterday, but please share your thoughts and opinions on an annual Scott Hall Memorial Ladder Match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, must David, do. Must do. Must go. <laughs> David Matushek, considering that Ray and Dom made an appearance in NXT, you think NXT may be leaning on main roster too much? They don't need. They shouldn't need to. It doesn't help their ratings at all. Seemingly, it doesn't help the quality of the show. No. So they don't. I don't think they're leaning on it because I don't know in what manner it actually helps them. Yeah. I don't know that Dolph being NXT champion helps them a bit. Nope. nope. It might actually be to their detriment because, like, wouldn't you rather have on your roster like five different people who could? theoretically be your champion i just nxt i it's not that i don't think there aren't five guys there because i can think of like you said earlier walter uh hayes braun breaker obviously champa can always be champion and uh maybe there's i mean grayson waller probably in terms of nxt could be champion but like realistically when you think about what they're doing with nxt it doesn't make sense for any of those guys except for like braun breaker and, and grayson waller to be their champion right now, and that's why they have Dolph Ziggler there, I think, and to try to, I guess, boost ratings. But I mean, I guess kind of like the story with Dolph and and Braun and and Ciampa too was Dolph going there saying NXT is essentially the minor leagues, mm-hmm. and then he wins the title to somewhat prove that, I guess maybe because he's a main roster guy, he goes and he defeats Braun Breaker, takes advantage of his experience, wins the title. Mm-hmm. So I guess then whoever, if now if Braun has stand deliver, who else, whoever ends up beating Dolph for it can then say, well, look, I beat main roster superstar Dolph Ziggler for the NXT title. This ain't the minor leagues anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, Jorge D says, do the popularity of Blue Edge. Who in NXT should get a color filter and what color? Um, if Grayson Waller wore like blacklight material and then they did, I know blacklight's close to blue, but it's not exactly. And then you shone yeah. like the, whatever that light is that really brings out the blacklight. Yeah. Like the infrared, whatever it is. Ultraviolet. 
Ultraviolet, there you go, yeah. Or infrared. So it kind of glows can a little bit. Can you see bit. infrared? No, I think you can. If it's like predator vision. Uh-uh. Remember when he started laughing like a human at the end of Predator? Sort yeah. of takes you out of the movie there. Um, yeah, maybe that I'd get more into Grayson Waller. But honestly, I think all Edge has to do is like wear black light material, like the stuff that does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or is it just he needs to get some of the light? glowing material they have in the video games. Yeah, yeah. When are they going to do that? Light. When are they going to make like LED fabric? That'd be cool. That would be pretty neat. Pretty sure the kids at MIT have already done that. Probably Dark Dank Lucha here says, okay, I got some Final Republic of Lucha questions and I'll stop oh, spamming. No. Does oh, Phoenix this return guy. tonight? I don't think Phoenix is close to returning. He was he was supposed to wrestle the AAA shows last week and it did. I think he's probably well if he was supposed to. I mean, doesn't I think he might be close, but not yet. Yeah, because like that injury wasn't like remember it was like there was no like damage or anything. It was just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I rehab this shit. Um, uh, Dark Tank Lucha asked, "Is the Republic of Lucha card part of the Championship Ultra March Madness predictions?" No. Um, and will y'all be checking it out this Saturday? Is it going to be airing somewhere? Did we confirm that? Is it going to be somewhere? All right. It says also, give me Ray versus Santos Escobar Lucha Underground. Run that back. Yes. Yeah, man. There you go. Good King stuff. Cuerno versus Ray Mysterio. Awesome. Do it. Uh, Nikhil says, if Dom were to stay in NXT or if uh, Walter Gunther gets called up, will they ever collide with each other and what stakes would be on the line? The fabric of the universe because they're the same person. Yeah, no. Yeah. I know. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Alex Foster says, you guys have been invited to a New Japan show, but Jay White asks you in a promo. So we're there. And he says, oh, Stephen Lawson, are you with Bullet Club or Gorillas of Destiny? Oh, too sweet me, brother. Too sweet me, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. Do the under too sweet thing that they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gorillas, either they should have kicked out Gorillas of Destiny ages ago. <laughs> those guys are those guys are bad luck Fale tier to me. They should kick bad luck Fale out. I'm all in on House of Torture, baby. Oh wow. Absolutely. Give me give it up for House of Torture, Larson. Give me nah, a two sweet do down it. here for House of Torture. Don't, should you do this then? Or give it up for House of Torture? Too sweet. Uh, let's see here. Um Uh, Xavier Gray, I love these questions because I feel like sometimes they're just out of pure frustration. He says, why do I need to wait for next week to see the finals of the D women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic? I want to see it now. Because <laughs> it wasn't booked for this week, man. Yeah, it wasn't booked. It was booked uh, next week. Oh, he says this. Also, do you think WWE made a mistake by not having Dom be a part of the NXT roster? And something tells me Dom is an ironclad aspect of uh, Ray's contract. What Ray wants to have happen with Dom happens. It's really one of the more bizarre things, and I feel like he's been taking somebody else's spot for a very long time, but whatever. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston with Joey Janela not re-signing with AEW. How do you feel about the fact that AEW was made for guys like him at first, and then AEW became the cool place to be, and now guys like him who started with the company now no longer have a place to be as AEW becomes NXT 1.0 if they've been able to sign Kenny and the Young Bucks and gotten larger venues. I sort of don't necessarily agree that AEW is like NXT 1.0 if they had the elite and gotten bigger venues. I think there's a, I mean, they, they, they make use of legends and stuff like that. Um, 
I, I, I don't, I, I get, it's just sort of is what it is. You know, it, it seems like it's sort of the obvious, the natural result of a company that is successful and has money and wants to expand. You get free agents that have high, that have a, a high name value mm-hmm. while at the same time, trying to increase the name value of of the major players that you brought into the company. Mm-hmm. Joey Janela's sort of I know he had those high profile matches we were talking about. But it's not like he was used the same way as like Hangman or Kenny from the get-go. No. Like or even, even or even like Darby or or Sammy Guevara. Any yeah. of the pillars. You're or absolutely MJF, right. any yeah. of the pillars. Yep. He was never used the same way as those guys. So I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I I would be shocked if they stopped communicating with any of the pillars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of is what it is. Anyways, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We're going to be back tonight for our AEW recap right after AEW St. Patrick Day Slam. That should be a hell of a show. We might get a new women's champion tonight. Yeah, pretty pretty certain we will. TNT champion tonight, too. Pretty sure we won't get that. No, I don't think we will, but yeah. women's, new women's champion, highly likely, yes. Probably. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.